Welcome to the Home Service Business Coach Podcast with your host, David Mowerman. You will learn to grow your home service business and transition from being the technician in your business to being the CEO and leading your team to success. Get a front row seat where you will get practical advice from industry experts on how you can level up your home service business. Get ready to take some notes because we're going to jump right into it here. All right, all right. Welcome back for another episode here on the podcast. I am super pumped to have uh, you spending some of your precious time with me today. I was looking at some of the stats here on uh, this podcast and the viewers are growing, but also uh, I can see how loyal our audience is every single week. So if you're listening to this, you've been getting value. I've uh, been doing this a uh, little over a year now, which is uh, crazy how fast the time is a flying, but I know how much podcast helped me as I grew my business and kind of cut my teeth in the home service space. And if I can provide that uh, to you on these episodes, uh, that's a huge win uh, for me, 100%. So thank you so much for your loyal uh, patronage listening. And, uh, you know, all I ask in return, if you've not done it yet, uh, hook up a review, tell me what you're thinking here on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. And secondly, uh, just share it out with a friend, right? Like business entrepreneurship can be lonely, let alone in the home services space. So if you've got a friend of yours, man, send over this podcast and give your friend an unfair advantage. You know, you might want to make sure your friend's not in your own service area because maybe they'll learn some gold nuggets here and start competing with you. But I'm also of the mindset that a rising tide lifts all boats. And if I could have my seven to 10 competitors charge more and be better and build a real brand, um, that's a win for me as a local service provider. So I wanted to kind of do something a little different on this episode. I want to pull back more of the curtain on uh, you know, my origin story and kind of what got me uh, to where I am today with my uh, career as it pertains to the online business coaching uh, kind of industry. And, uh, you know, I wanted to kind of show a little bit more of the origin story and just kind of, you know, unbunk a myth, I guess, that, you know, you don't just become a business coach overnight. Uh, and I've had people reach out to me and say, oh, you know, that must be a significantly more easy business now because, you know, you've got less employees and less overhead. Um, yes, it's it's more of a simple business, I would say, but it does come with its challenges um, as well. And, you know, I think in today's marketing industry, it's like you can basically sell anything you want online from pens to books to uh, educational, informational products. And, you know, it's kind of like buyer beware. You want to make sure you know what you're, you know, who you're buying from. Um, and that's really why I love having this podcast because, you know, people who come into my coaching program now, kind of the first thing I ask them is like, hey, how many podcast episodes have you listened to? And if it's anything less than like 10 episodes, it's like, okay, before you throw down your credit card and join the program, I'd say go listen to more episodes on this podcast because it really shows who I am, where I come from, and kind of my beliefs around life and business. And you're going to kind of know in the first handful of episodes if we're going to be a good match to work together. So 
that's just kind of a little aside on um, the best members for me in my coaching program. I've usually like done a deep dive on my podcast and kind of know a bit about me. And that helps kind of me fight against this whole online marketing. You know, you don't, everybody's a guru and you don't really know what's what, because um, you can make yourself seem like anything online, which is kind of a scary thing um, in, in today's day and age. And so, um, yeah, just to kind of rewind the clock, you know, I started uh, a few years ago just uh, coaching, you know, one-to-one. I wanted to kind of prove this model because I've been having people ask me for business advice now over 10 years. Um, back in my student painting days, I was in a bit of a mentorship role where there would be other franchisees that would call me um, with their questions or, you know, we'd have these like seminars, like business boot camps um, that the franchisor would put on um, and they'd have like guest speakers come in and I'd usually try to book one of those slots so I could do like a training session and show like, what do we say at the door when we door knock? Um, what is our sales process? How are we getting leads? How do we organize a job site? Like I just have like from 20 years of age, always loved diving deep on business principles and just helping people too, because I find like there's generally like a formula for most things in life, right? If you want to become say a nurse, right? My wife's a nurse. It's like a very logical progression, right? You get your four-year undergrad, uh, you specialize in nursing, then you do a preceptorship where you train, and then you take your NCLEX test, it's called here in Canada, and boom, you're a certified nurse and go into training and all the rest of it. But it's like to become like a certified pressure washing business owner, it's like the wild, wild west, right? It's like for me, I was like, okay, I better buy a pressure washer and then go on YouTube and you're like kind of piecing things together, but there's really like no logical path. And it's just like a big like sea of ocean and, and like a big muddy mess, right? You don't really know which way to go. So I knew that from my firsthand experience, like I knew there was a market for helping to educate people because I find that our plaguing problem in the home service space is that like 95% of us approach the business with a technician mindset. And I knew there was a gap for like presenting some knowledge and information, but not just information, but also like transformation um, would be important uh, to impart on people to help them in their journey. So, you know, I kind of look back at my entrepreneurship career and I'm like, you know, I was kind of informally coaching, like going back even 10, 12 years in my student painting days. Um, but you know, that's kind of where things kind of got started where I'm like, honestly, I love being able to help people and share some of the things I've learned and help people save time and heartache. Um, because when I grew businesses, like I didn't have a set formula of someone saying, you know, do this, do that, do this next thing. And like now with what's available in the information age, it's like, you can kind of like take any lessons you want. Like you could take golf lessons online, right? My buddy just got a little uh, puppy and uh, he's turning up to Zoom getting, you know, in dog training school. And it's like, however much per session and, and he's like all about it. I'm just like, man, you can literally have a business with anything. So um, super cool. So, you know, that's where it kind of started for me. And then um, a few years back, I was like, you know what, with this Zoom thing going on, people are getting on Zoom. And so I started getting a handful of clients coming in 
uh, and I was just booking them for one-on-one -on -one Zoom calls, right? And I would set them up for Fridays because I was still busy scaling up Revive. And so I just wanted one day a week, I would do coaching, kind of side of my desk thing, see how I did with it. Um, and after like the first few months, I'm like, kind of good news and bad news, right? Good news, I'm like, I love this, right? Being able to shift uh, people's mindsets and help them grow their business. I'm like, I absolutely love doing this. But I also found that my Fridays were turning into like Zoom marathons, right? From like eight to four, eight to five, I'd be just Zooming every hour on the hour, like, and I'd lose my voice for the weekend and be like incredibly emotionally drained. So I'm like, this is a cool business. I can work from home. I can help people. But also seeing that like, man, there's, there's some challenges with this. Okay. So I went then on my own search online through podcasts, um, I joined uh, a couple different coaching programs to really try figure this thing out because I didn't want to just, you know, build a coaching business that has tons of coaches and you like put people with a coach and then you never hear from them. And I didn't want to be like the marketer that's like promoting this like amazing coaching program when you don't even know anything about it, right? You're just kind of like the carnival promoter. Like I didn't want to do that either. I wanted to still hold my hand um, in the coaching business with my clients and get them a result. So I learned about this group coaching model and kind of this hybrid model is kind of what I refer to it now as. And that's how can we put like-minded people in the same room and how can we build a program around them? And so I found that, you know, business owners in the home service space were struggling generally with the same problems. And as I was getting on those one-to-one -one calls, I'm like, I'm just repeating myself like 60 to 70% of the time. Now, granted, you can't do group coaching 100% across the board for everybody, but there's definitely a lot of crossover between generally similar size service businesses that you can build curriculum around, right? So I then spent the next one year building, you guys know me, systems, right? Building systems for my coaching business. And I wanted, and I'm still doing that, right? I'm still refining it, but you want to have a system for everything and so I literally made hundreds of downloads and systems for our members. I made video-based training. Uh, I made uh, a ton of coaching content that, you know, I basically thought, how long do I need to work with somebody and, and how long will I need to get them a result, right? And so I kicked off this eight-week boot camp that I was selling um, at, a, at a high ticket model. And that's another thing to mention as well is that I learned about what's called a high ticket coaching model, which is you're going to be a lot happier working with two or three people that pay you um, a good amount each month, but also where there's a high level of support, you're going to be a lot happier with that model rather than selling, you know, 200 widgets online at like $20 each, right? Because when you sell low ticket online, you know, you want people are going to want refunds and it's like really hard to bring value, let alone get your own time covered. It's just not really going to be feasible and it's not going to be worth it. So I decided let's go with this high ticket model. Um, and, and honestly, like I truly, truly believe that what has been created in my program is 
the best in the industry. Like the fact that you not only get all the systems and the content, but you also get coaching calls. You get uh, a great community we've built and you also get access to me um, inside the program to help you systematize your business has just been uh, an amazing experience to be part of. And so I went on this journey of like, how can we give our members all the content they need, but also how can we give them the necessary support um, so that they're not just like being like, hey, Bill, do these hundred things and I'll never talk to you again. It's like, Bill, you're going to see my face every few days on a Zoom call. And how do we make sure you're not just getting overloaded with information, but we're actually creating some transformation inside your business. And so I went on this journey of how can we actually get this all structured and systematized so that we can get our members of the program a result. Okay, that's the big thing we wanna get. We wanna get an outcome. We don't just want tons of information. Like there's information on YouTube and Facebook someone goes in a high ticket program because they want to get a result right and so i had friends that were like you know teaching uh how to save relationships or how to eat better how to improve mindset or how to teach golf lessons and i'm like man if these people are doing it like i know that i can figure out how to teach people online uh how to structure and systematize their um home service business because i already did it right and and i'm currently doing it that's the big thing to keep in mind too it's like the coach doesn't mean they figured everything out right they figured out a few things but you need to have this posture with no ego of just like look i'm on a similar path to you i'm a bit ahead of you but i'm still figuring this out as well and i do think like um for a gold nugget here like i think the best coach is also like the best learner like and the best student like for me i'm still working with a business coach i'm reading books listening to podcasts developing myself because you know the day or the week or the month that i stop developing myself i'm not going to be able to serve my clients and the members of our program uh at the best way possible that i can so it's like very important that I eat right and get my sleep and I'm prepared for these coaching calls so that I'm not just showing up, you know, half sleepy and just winging it. Um, you've got to really be able to bring results to uh, clients when you coach them. Okay. And that's like my biggest pet peeve in the information age that we're in, you know, Oh, Dave is so easy to be a coach. It's like, maybe it's easy to start becoming a coach, but to be like a really, really good best in industry coach, I think it's actually quite difficult. Uh, and I work really, really hard behind the scenes to make sure that I'm showing up the best version of myself and that I'm able to bring clients results. So tracking it back, you know, I went in with this eight week model and what happened was after eight weeks, members were saying, Dave, what's next, right? What's next? And I'm like, well, okay, I guess we'll keep working together. And so uh, I then moved my program into a six month program. Uh, and now quite honestly, six months is now the minimum requirement timeline to work with me. Um, but quite honestly, like the clients that are getting the best results are working with me for one year, two years, even three years. Um, I've had a few members this last week actually lock in with me for the next two years and say, man, I wanna save a spot in this program because we're getting so much momentum. I don't want to stop this. I want to keep it going. Um, and those are great clients for me to work with. So at the end of the day, I think if you're bringing value every single week to your clients, um, that's really when the rubber is going to meet the road. And you're like, now we've got 
uh, a business on our hands here. So for me, I've made the decision with coaching. I'm not on earth to work with everybody, right? That's why this podcast is free. I can give as much free information. I only want to work with a select few people that are really serious about their success. Uh, and I want to coach them every week to, to really build the best business possible. Um, and, you know, I don't want to work with every client on earth. Like life is too short to run into the ground trying to coach and help everybody. I'd rather do quality over quantity and work with a select group of clients. So that's where I'm taking um, this coaching business of mine. It's been uh, an extremely fun ride to be on. I've learned a lot and I'm continuing to learn a lot. And again, back to my other point is like, you know, you've got to be a lifelong learner in this thing. And that's why, um, you know, there's, there's such great benefit in still keeping my home service business going um, because I want to stay very current, right? You're going to see some people in our space that scale a company, sell a company, and then they teach you how to do it. Um, that's all great. But I also think things change so much. Like in the course of a few years, me running my business, like how much recruiting has shifted, how much it's gotten more difficult, like in our hiring market, how much prices have increased, how much more important, like knowing your numbers has become. Um, how even like marketing and consumer habits have changed, like even just driving through my area, like neighborhoods have changed dramatically. Real estate prices have went through the roof. Like if you're not like, like you can't like read about this stuff, right? Just on online in a Forbes article, like you got to physically like be doing it, in my opinion, um, to stay really current with it. So it's my plan that keeping my home service business running with a management team so that I'm largely free from the day to day, but I still very much want to keep uh, a pulse on that business and make sure, you know, we're profitable, we're doing good work, we have great culture, great team. Um, and, you know, we still keep up our charitable component as well, which is important to me. Um, but, you know, being able to prove that model every week, every month, every year, I think makes me even a better coach for my clients again to coach out their best results. I can share very pointedly like what's working to the day in my business. Like there's a lot of value in there. So um, that's kind of my overall plan to share with you transparently, keep my service business going, um, keep it running well, um, coach, you know, my managers in there to be the best business um, possible in the area. And then also take that skill set uh, and transfer it over to the members, to my clients that I get to work with inside the program. So, you know, if you're thinking of getting into the coaching space for whatever it is, um, that that's amazing. And I'll be happy to, to chat with you on that uh, briefly. But at the end of the day, you know, you can't outsource your own pushups and you've got to know um, really what you're teaching on, right? And you can't just pull off motivational quotes and things online and just expect people to pay you for them. I mean, that stuff happens, but I think the test of a true coach is how long can you work with clients and what kind of results are you getting them? And if you're contemplating like a coach of some kind, like literally if you pay, let's say a coach $20,000 a year just for fun, let's say that your return on investment should be a minimum 10 times of that, right? You should know a roadmap how you could recoup $200,000 within that year, not to mention the systems and the formulas and the processes that you're going to have set up 
for future years to continue to compound that return. So that's really how you should look at coaching is like, I'm going to invest $1, but I'm going to gain at least 10 on the backside. And quite honestly, if you can build your whole service business out in a couple years with the coaching program, not only will you get that paid back, but you'll then have a systematized turnkey business. You can operate for many years and then you could sell it one day and even get a, a higher multiple than you would have got if you didn't hire the coach in the first place. So that's just how you should look at it. It shouldn't be like, oh, it's a 20 grand program. I'm going to make, you know, 30 grand this year. It's worth it. It's like, no, the, the multiple needs to be so much of a no brainer. It's just like, yep, this makes sense. What's the next steps? Let's do it. Um, any coaching program I've done, minimum 10 times return. And I say 10 to 100 times even return, right? When you look at Tony Robbins events, he says 100x return, right? On what he's um, providing with his in-person seminars. And there's one of the best um, you know, coaches in the world, uh, works with all kinds of, uh, you know, industry leaders. So um, that that's just kind of what we're talking about in the coaching space. But I do believe um, in the coaching educational space, I think the prospects are bright overall. Um, I think as a buyer, you need to be extremely careful who you are giving money to. Um, there's a lot of people selling snake oil online that you gotta you gotta vet them, right? And I think the first thing a good coach will do is say, hey, call these two or three people, email them, text them, right? Find out what their experience has been because it's easy for a coach to say, oh, the program's so amazing. It's like, well, let's talk to some current members. Let's see what the people are actually saying. It's kind of like your own version of Google reviews for your service business, right? What are people saying? How much can you actually be trusted is um, very, very important to be thinking about in today's information age, right? Information is so readily available that, you know, you want to make sure that you know really who you're buying from and what you're getting. So, you know, you, you kind of tracking it back, you don't become a business coach overnight. I think you've got to earn your stripes. And I think even the day you start coaching, I think you need to continue earning your stripes by keeping your business going um, so that you can stay current and continue to learn. And when I look at my journey, it was like, four years of you know knowing nothing and learning how to paint houses through college right and learning that business model and then applying that to my professional painting company and scaling that up which allowed me to backpack through asia and learn about um, the water crisis and also buy my first home and then that moved me into starting revive in 2016 um, moving away from um, my professional painting franchise that I had um, and pivoting out of that because I wanted to build my own brand with my own managers and also have a brand that would really, um, you know, resonate for something more in the world with our give back model where we give 3% of our revenue to sponsor water wells overseas. I wanted to, I was really passionate about creating my own brand. And when you're in a franchise, they give you some of these tools and you don't have like creativity with the brand, right? You're given kind of this more business in a box and you're the operator. I wanted to kind of start fresh from like nothing, like you have nothing and go ahead and figure it out. And also like the washing business is a fair bit different from the painting business, right? There's some similarities for sure, but it is a different um, kettle of fish to be frying. Um, and, and, and it's going to definitely take some attention to figure that out. So I wanted that new challenge and 
I, I kind of fumbled around when I started Revive a little bit, but then I hired a business coach, right? And I read the E-Myth in 2016, and that's when my eyes were open. I'm like, this is going to become a real business here, right? And then I spent three years scaling the thing up, um, learning how to work on my business, building hundreds, if not thousands of systems, recruiting a team, learning my numbers, like dialing in all these things. Um, that today served me really well in my coaching role. Um, and then as the pandemic started, that's when I started thinking, okay, Revive is running well. I'm freeing myself up and I'm having people hit me up for advice. I should really look at what this online coaching business looks like. Uh, and here we are now two, three years later and still learning uh, how to be the best coach possible and having a lot of fun um, in all of the businesses that uh, I'm involved in. So at the end of the day, I would say there is no easy money on earth. And I think whether you choose to run a brick and mortar business, whether you run a service business, whether you run an online business, there's going to be a lot of good that can come from it for sure. Um, but there's also going to be a lot of challenges that can come from it um, as well, right? And so you got to just be aware, I think, of what you're signing up for and ultimately like what what do you ultimately want right for some people i work with they want to be working you know a 50 hour work week and like they don't have a whole lot of pursuits outside of their business um and that's all good right maybe they they just love their business and want to work all the time in it or on it five six days a week like that that's great for that person, right? But there's other people I work with, they're like, Dave, for me, if I can make a hundred grand a year, but do that working like 20 hours a week, because I want to go out surfing or snowboarding in the afternoons. And I also want to be home on Fridays, like with my daughter, so I can walk her to work. Like I'd rather that reality than make like 200 grand, but then I'm never home. Um, like that's great for that person as well. So it's like, I'm not here to tell you one way's right or one way's wrong. I am here to tell you, like, I think your service business can be an incredible income generator and also like uh, a, a time free or upper, right? For lack of a better term, like if you structure it properly, not all around you, you should be able to make a good amount of income and profit and you should be able to create a lot of value in your community and you should be able to free up your time as a business owner, right? Is this going to happen in your first year or two? Probably not, but I would say by year three, four, five, you should be definitely on your way to being like, okay, I've got a rockstar office team. I've got an awesome production manager. I've got, you know, some solid lead technicians. We figure out now how to run the business year round. We figured out our pricing. Um, I know where I need to be for my charge rate per hour. I know where my sales ratio needs to be. I know how much I spend on marketing. Um, I know these two months we're going to really suck in, but I know these two months will be super busy and we'll make it up. I know, you know, this month's traditionally slow in the industry. I know my competitors. I'm looking at this new service, right? I know this, I know that. Like those are all the things you need to dial in with your business if you want to find um, success with it. And I just created a new piece of content. If you want it, actually um, send me over an email, dave at homeservicebusinesscoach.com, but it's called the Home Service Business Coach Doom Loop. And I basically distilled down after working with uh, over a hundred contractors now 
of the eight areas where they basically screw up their business. And again, I've screwed up every single one of those eight. So it's coming from experience, if anything. But I made like a 30 minute training video on uh, or 25 minute training video on how to uh, avoid those pitfalls and also what I'm seeing. So if you want that video training, just shoot me over an email and just say, um, hey, Dave, hook up your doom loop. Uh, and I'll send it over to you and it'll be be some good training for you. So, you know, to wrap up here, uh, going a little long, but just want to sum it up um, again. There's no easy money in in business or in life, but I do think you want to figure out what future reality you want so much to the income, so much to the hours work per week and then what you're actually doing and then go out and build a business around that. Right. You can wash windows. You can change out faucets, you can haul junk, you can paint houses, um, you can pressure wash driveways, like whatever it is, you can coach people online, right? Whatever it is, just figure out what it is that you want to do and what's the result you want to get. And then just stop dabbling with things too, right? I think that's why like coaches don't stand the test of time is because it's like, oh, I want to be a coach and you make an Instagram page and get a hundred followers and you run some ads and it's like, man, I've got no clients in two months. It's like, of course you didn't because nobody trusts you, right? What have you actually done? Have you proven it? And so it's like, oh, there's a lot of authors in the business world, like write how to run a business, but they haven't even ran a business. So it's just like, always consider the source that you're learning from um, and be like very vigilant when you're hiring people and giving them money, like ask them what they've done, who's their happy clients and what kind of track record do they have? Um, that's going to really dictate um, kind of who you're learning from. So I do wish you well um, in this next uh, coming year. And let me know too, if you want to hear uh, more about my story in more detail, more depth, I'll be happy to um, film more content uh, around this on the podcast. But uh, I do wish you well this week. I thank you so much for um, tuning in uh, and wish you well as you continue to uh, smash goals within your home service business. It's Dave Mormon signing out as the home service business coach. Take care, guys, and God bless. Thank you for listening to the episode today. If you want to get even more value from David, then book your free coaching call at homeservicebusinesscoach.com.